Hello and welcome to Affliction Sugarcoated, a podcast where we sugarcoat some of the world's most infamous afflictions and rate its plausibility out of a scale of 1 to 5 just for the sake of it. I'm Minnie Kim and today we will be sugarcoating the practice of coin flipping. So, schools normally provide the education of statistics and probability around 7th grade, a point in life which I believe erupts peak adolescence. Your reputation starts to shape the rest of your academic career and your school career in general, and the relationships with friends hold the unbelievable weight of both identity and clarity. A few lessons on probability before a unit test doesn't display much meaning. But if people were surprisingly attentive during those few lessons, one would recognize a probability simulation design. But since math isn't that relevant and holds contempt for many, including me, I won't approach the topic extensively if you know what I mean. I remember that in one lesson, I used a coin flip to design a simulation, emulating a 50-50 probability. I'm still in school, and before you start judging me about who this kid is and what's she doing hosting a podcast, just roll with it, please. We roll with a lot of things these days. May this be one of them. But to start again, I'm still in school, which is one of the rationales behind my somewhat immature and squeaky voice, but the teacher asked the class to solve for the experimental probability to the closest extent, hence my 30 trials of flipping a coin, 90 if you include other factors. It was classwork, but it was so unbelievably time-consuming that I had to do it for homework, soon realizing that I didn't have a coin and had to scrap my entire work progress to use another method, a less grueling one where I randomly generated 30 numbers from a calculator. In retrospect, if I really had the will to finish the process of flipping a coin 90 times, I could have used the internet some change in a nearby store, and so on. Perhaps I didn't come to think of it, or my subconsciousness was simply unwilling to go through flipping a coin 56 or 47 or whatever more times, but I'll never know. In fact, I'd rather not know, because I showed my work to my math teacher the next day, The teacher said good job, and as other students volunteered to share what they did for the simulation, I found out that more than two-thirds of my classmates employed the procedure of coin flipping to finish their work. I smiled and thought to myself, shame on all of us. But I guess what I thought to say was, shame on all of you. A calculator was so much quicker than flipping a coin 90 times, and I would see numbers on my notebook page, not heads or tails, which I don't know why, but gave me a disconcerting sensation. It wasn't mathematical, I guess, 
it seemed more philosophical than numerical. I could almost picture myself in the iconic image of a philosopher lecturing a group of people, saying, the coin landed on heads, therefore I think, and therefore I am. But let's scrap all this imagery of despond and walk through a brief history of coin flipping. The practice of coin flipping first began during the Roman Empire. At that time, coin flipping was often regarded as heads or ships. It was called a whole lot of other things in different countries, but why go there? That's one perspective, however. History is one of those things where minimal so-called facts can actually be proven to 100%, and others are just educated guesses that are modified after teaching several generations. Some historians believe that the practice of coin flipping began in ancient Greece, and I would love to go in depth of the whole controversy, but I like to play a little game in my head called why, so why? I mean, we don't think about the history of brushing our teeth in the morning, partially because we're too incredibly groggy, but just why? But to drive myself away from this game for a while, let's just appreciate the fact that millions of dollars are devoted into a single piece of round metal flipping to show either a head or a president, or whatever else the other side shows. It's truly amazing. It can start a game, it can save a life. Alas, it can end a life. You decide which side you're going to fight for, you decide which road to take. Not only do I mean that literally, but I mean it metaphorically, as in the innumerable crossroads painted in the canvas of life. Now, some may find that spectacular, but I find the practice of coin flipping quite adverse. Like, it's not the coin flipping itself, but the outcomes that follow it and the rivalries it creates. It's not the framework of entirety, but then again, nothing ever abides by that framework. Of course, there are so many moments that are destined by one flip of a coin. There's the Super Bowl, serious bets, debate sides, and so many more that we probably don't even acknowledge. But for today, I chose a quite simple example to implicate the detriment of a coin toss. Dan Bilzerian is a poker player with quite a fortune. I won't go into his character, but it appears that for some reason, he decided to bet $6 million on a single coin flip, and unfortunately, the universe decided to stay the selfish and astonishingly arrogant self it is, and Bilzerian lost the bet. And I emphasize that this was $6 million. But the astonishing thing about this is that during the interview in which this case was discussed, Bilzerian responded to Ben Singer, the interviewer's question, how did you feel after that, with a barely audible sigh and a whatever. 
I mean, it's understandable. It is what it is, and what's done is done. Like, humans always withhold the knowledge that after a coin toss, thousands of dollars in hard work might go down the drain, but they rarely employ this rationality into authentic use. Instead, we cry, suffer, grieve, and often use violence to portray that anger of knowing resentment. How accurately undistinctive. But it doesn't end there. We value the practice of coin flipping on account of its 50-50 chance. It's completely arbitrary, and that seems fair. But when we put our lives' work on hold to designate it as a bet for a completely arbitrary action, it seems rather vain. It's our natural instinct to celebrate when a coin toss paves an easier way out, but incessantly proclaim that we should not decide such a major and crucial decision on a completely arbitrary measure, after losing. So I guess, no. It's not understandable to me, as a human being, to comprehend how and most essentially why anyone would want to bet everything on a coin flip just to lose your way in life. Like, I'm not criticizing Bilzerian, I'm just awed by how calm he is after a huge loss. Obviously, I wouldn't be rambling about this if my only experience with a coin flip was a huge win. Then the story changes. What I'm trying to say here is that I do not consider a coin flip afflicting because it's completely random. I mean, that's a factor, but it's not the main factor. I find the practice of coin flipping afflicting because I'm afraid of the thought of losing my life's work and someone receiving that work on the foundation of something so incredibly intuitive on the foundation of pure luck, so much that it is actually ridiculous. People don't always bet their life's work on a coin flip. Sometimes they decide which road to take because it's equally hard or equally easy. Sometimes they decide whether you will be debating the affirmative or negative side of a topic. But when those things are at stake... There's nothing much you can do. I mean, you landed on a path, you landed on a side, just deal with it and walk on. But let's be realistic. Emotions are dominant during the heat of the moment. We become impulsive and the crevice of time permits ignorance. We're fallible, and in that moment, it does not aid. It attacks. But to sugarcoat this, let's use the phrase, look at the brighter side. Isn't that what we're here to do? Artificially generate the so-called brighter side? So, to look at the brighter side, coin flipping isn't that bad after all. Sometimes it aids us. Sometimes, when luck follows, we become ecstatic, opposed to the sensation of life will implode if we lose a coin flip. And when we look at luck, it's amazing. Luck can save a life. Luck can allow one to thrive. Luck is a reason for people to hope. And as much as everything I said and will say is cliche, 
Luck gives life a drop of lemonade in between the constant lemon falls. We hate to admit it, but we've all been lucky at least in one point of our lives. Just the fact that we're alive to me sounds lucky. Luck follows when it wants to, but it doesn't necessarily follow when it needs to. And no matter how many times we have lost a coin flip bet, no matter how many times we have dreamt of the days we will finally be lucky enough, and no matter how many days we have grieved over the lack of luck in our lives, there will never be enough luck to appease our parched throats. There will never be enough of anything to completely please everyone. Just the fact that we're able to flip a metal coin into the air and wait in suspense those one or two seconds, to me, is lucky. We need a little inconsistency in our lives, because it is the life as we know it today, tomorrow, and one year from now. And as a student that does not face the authentic menaces of life, I crave luck. Because as much as I can't have it, I live one more day knowing that there is more to come. I give the sugar coating of coin flipping a three. This podcast was written and produced by me. And on that note, I would like to truly thank you for listening. I cannot express in words how much I appreciate it. And since I just have to be this perfectionist freak. I recorded this podcast multiple times, and I still don't think it's good, but oh well. If you have any comments or reviews for this podcast or a specific episode, please feel free to write any and all thoughts on your podcast reviews. If you have any questions or would like to suggest an affliction for me to sugarcoat, please email me via afflictionsugarcoated at gmail.com. Although it may be physically impossible to spell it, please give it a try. It really helps. Alright, have a nice day everyone.